Buffalo Bros. It's time for that hero stuff, bro! That hero stuff! Oh! How are you doing on the day of today? This is James Hall, and welcome to Restoring Heroes, real biblical manhood in a counterfeit world, empowered by the War Cry Podcast Network. <gasps> Woo! How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. <laughs> Look, I got a whole lot to say in a little bit of time, so let's get right to it. <sighs> Uh, men, men, just something I want you to to think about today on the day of today. Are you forging hearts? Are you forging hearts? Let me turn my volume a little bit. There we go. Are you forging heart? Now it's very, very important for you to get this. And get to my notes so you know I ain't tripping. Are you forging hearts? Now, what do you mean by that, James? Are you forging hearts? What do you mean? Yeah, forging hearts. Look, it's... Why is my notebook opening? There we go. The impact of a father goes way beyond our current household. It is a ripple effect that travels to children, to our children's children. What we do and choose not to do is shaping the next generation of dragon slayers. This starts by getting their hearts. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but you know, whatever. So Proverbs 23, verse 26, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 26. My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. Look, the only way to continue to grow the next generation of dragon slayers is we continue to get and go after their hearts. And I've been doing a whole lot of research, right? I've been doing a whole lot of research on uh, kids shows and, and programming and things like that. And I'm letting you know, these companies do hundreds of thousands of hours to research things like the color red and why elmo is the color red and the reason why elmo is the color red is because red is kind of like the first color kids can see why elmo speaks in a high voice the reason why elmo speaks in a high voice because high frequencies attract young ears you know those things why elmo says i love you every episode Right. Because it's psychologically when you when someone says I love you and they don't get that love from somewhere else, it builds uh, it builds self-esteem. The psychologists say and also it builds loyalty. It builds loyalty to whoever said I love you. Right. So Emma, Emma loves you. like stuff like that. Every episode. Goodbye. I'm love you. Happy, happy dance dance. Happy, happy dance dance. Right? Every episode. And they, they do millions and hundreds of thousands and thousands worth of hours, right? I went millions, hundreds of thousands, thousands, 10,000, you know. Hit every number. Those types of hours to research how to capture 
the hearts of our young ones, of our children. Unfortunately, this task, my son, give me your heart and observe, let your eyes observe my ways. Unfortunately, this task is easier, is easy said, easier said than done. There are many things trying to influence the hearts of our children. We must stay vigilant. The enemy is insidious. If you don't understand what I mean by insidious, the enemy is insidious. Let me, let me, let me show you something or let you hear something. You're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco, warn about San Francisco, make them wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children, we'll make them tolerant and- What's wrong with you people? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Uh, you, you you did hear that right like their agenda now obviously <clears throat> i couldn't find the original clip like i had to do some some extra research because i had the original clip and i sent it to the guys at the war cry podcast network and all of a sudden it was private or it was deleted or something and then you see all these commentators you know the the um conservative commentators dave's uh no ben shapiro and and some other guys right uh, that i don't really listen to but i saw their clips on youtube right and uh like all of a sudden this 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 song with a whole lot it's, it's a it's a gay choir a choir full of men um gay men and they're singing about they're coming after your children now they're they're what the, what they're really doing. They're telling their true agenda. Uh, Michael Foster said this, and I and I and I think uh, I think it, it might be true, right? It, it may be true. It might be one plausible explanation. They're putting their agenda in the form of a joke to get Christians to overextend and reach, or to get Christians to move in a stereotypical way, right? But the agenda is still there because you. They are coming for your children. They're trying to convert your children. They're trying to go for your the hearts of your children. That's why Blues Clues had a a clip with a, a real drag queen singing a song about equal rights and equal things and da-da-da, right? Blues Clues. You know, this show was made for three-year-olds, right? So why is a drag queen? A three-year-old wouldn't even know the difference between a real man and a drag, I mean, real woman and a drag queen, really, you know, because they're three. They really are going after your children. They really are going after the hearts of your children. So what are you going to do? See, my thing is, and I've been thinking about this for a while. So the, the media companies and, and YouTube and Google and all these things spend hours upon hours researching how to get to you, how to get your children and how to get to your wife. How much time do you spend on how to get to your kids? How to win the heart of your wife? 
I know you 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 macked her up real good when you first got to her, right? You first got with her, you macked her up, you smelled good. But maybe you 10, 15 years in and you ain't macking no more, right? Like, how often do you, you know, what are, what are you doing to win your wife's heart? What are you doing to win the heart of your children? Are you letting Blue's Clues, Mickey Mouse, uh, uh, um, Elmo, you know, are you letting those people, those companies, win the heart of your children? Now, so there, so there's so much diehard fans that you can't even change the channel without them going off. You can't change the channel. You can't change to something different because they're so in love and so inundated with that particular character, or those people, or they make they need they need every Elmo toy. They need every right. See, this this is a, a war, right? This is a cultural world war. A war over media, a war over all those things. And we got to go. We have to go. Not what the culture tells us, but the Bible says all authority has been given unto him. Now go out and teach all nations to obey everything I told you. This is what Jesus is telling us to do. That means we have to have a presence and make our presence known everywhere. And what, what are you getting at? What are you getting at, James? Let me let me get back to my notes so I won't be so thrown off. So here's an example, right? My son loves comic strips. Like he likes comic book characters like Spider-Man, Batman stuff, but I don't let him read those comics. Um, and it's my my particular thing. I think the girls are too it's not they're too Victoria's secret to be superheroes. You know what I mean? Like if you and this my this my it's just me, right? If you are not durable, like your skin can get killed by a bullet or an arrow or something like that, you need to be wearing armor, not skin tight underwear and boots. You feel me? But that's that's neither here or there. So my son likes comic strips, like like the the uh, the peanuts, uh, um, um, Calvin and Hobbes. Like he loves stuff like that, right? So I let him, he reads Captain Underpants. So he's reading this book. He's reading, he's reading and uh, laughing and telling me all these things about it. Captain Underpants, Dog Man, all these things, right? But there's one particular book in Captain Underpants. I think it's a 12th book, if I'm not mistaken, that he's reading. And he says, uh, that, and he comes to bring me the book. And I'm looking at this all Calvin, um, no, George and Harold has went back, had went back in time. No, went back to the, went to the future, went to the future to see themselves as old men, right? See themselves as old men. So I forgot which one is the, the darker brown one, but he has a family. Like he has a wife and children and things like that. But one of them is married to a man. I was like, what? And Sammy was like, this is weird, dad, da, 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 da. And you met Sammy. And you heard his voice. You know how he do. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is bro. Like, this, let's not read this no more. Like, this is, they're trying to get, he was just disappointed that Dave Pukey, or Pilkey, whatever his name is, the author, snuck this in during the 12th book. So all this time, you never would have thought that one of them was, had his uh, feelings and all these other, you never would have thought that, right? But at the end, the 12th book, I think 12 or 11 book, he go bring out that one of them was homosexual. 
And what what be the point of that? Right? What be the point in that like like dudes just can't have friends? It always got to be something weird about it. Same thing with uh, with this new movie coming out. What is it, Luca? Luca, I think, is a new movie, and it's about two boys having fun, being friends, discovering a new world together, having adventures and stuff like that. Two boys. That's all it's about. But the LGBTQRSTUV apostrophe capital S people, right? Um, were upset that is not a homosexual movie. You could have had your first gay boy couple. Why would you want pedophilia and young gay boy love? Like, what is going on with your mentality that you, but they want your children. They want to convert your children. They want the hearts of your children. And the Bible says it. And in Proverbs, it says, like, look, look at me. Follow me. Follow me. Look at what I do, son. Look what I do. Look what I do, family. Look what I, look what I do as a man. Look what I do. Follow me. Give me your heart. I will protect it. I will lead it. I will show you. I will show you to the King of Kings. I will I will present him to you. I will nurture you in that way. Look at me. Watch as I follow Christ. You follow Christ just like me. As I read the Bible, you read the Bible just like me. As I pray, you pray just like me. As I fight for the family, you fight for the family in your way just like me. Look at me. Look, 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 son. Give me your heart. But the problem is, are you doing are they observing the right things? And that's the question. Are they observing the right things? Right? Are they or or, or, or are they observing the things that because they're looking at you regardless and they're gonna mimic you regardless? Like your daughter's going to going to either she's gonna marry somebody like you, right? There's no way around it. Are you the type of man that your daughter would want to marry? Because she's going to marry somebody kind of like you. And that could be good, bad, or indifferent, right? Like if you are a drunkard, if you are a rage and, and stuff like that, and she get used to that, and that's how you express you think you love because you do it and then you say you love her and stuff like that. Are you she's gonna marry a man that does that? So what are they what are they observing? What is your wife observing? What is your son observing? I think that's the big question. So let's get back to my notes. So the Captain Underpants. And then here we, here we go. Another one. The Disney Channel girl power fiasco crap, right? So we, we watch... Uh, Sometimes we used to watch. We used to watch Raven's Home when it first came out. Like you know, Raven Simone. She had that so Raven, and then Raven's Home is when her and Chelsea get an apartment together. Chelsea is got divorced, and Raven got divorced from one or whatever. And her their kids are now part of the adventure, right? So her son can uh, has is a sidekick and all this other stuff, right? Not a sidekick. Uh, not a side kick, but a psychic. Like he could tell the future. He can gaze into a future. He thinks life will be a breeze. Stuff like that, right? So, with that, they, there was a thing. I forgot. Anyway, it was it was a it was a thing in the show where they're always trying to pin 
uh, seemed like trying to pin the boys against the girls or uh, the one of the one of the clips was like turn history history into her story like this whole feminist movement thing but I, I realized there's a pattern like in every single show the boy is a doofus but the girl always has the solutions so if it's not if it's not uh raven's home is like the show called stuck in the middle where the girl the middle child is the brains of the operation and the father's kind of a dutz and the mother's kind of a dutz but the middle child is the middle female child is the the brains of the operation and the boys don't know how to do anything there's no smart boys and you know all that stuff right and that gets brought then you have um you know the frozen thing and the frozen and the princesses now and you have all these these stories of females of, of, of ladies disobeying the patriarchy and end up almost killing everybody but getting forgiveness at the end and getting you know what i mean like ariel like i never thought i'm going a little rant a little bit but i never thought think about what happened with ariel, ariel was a, a mermaid who saw somebody from a distance stalked him traded her voice for some legs then almost got traded her voice to her legs to a witch right and then went to meet the guy she was stalking then she almost got her father killed all because of what legs which she ended up getting at the end of the movie right her dad gifted her legs here's another one brave merida don't want to be a princess don't want to get married don't want to blah 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 don't want to accept her fate quotation marks right so she disrespects her mom finds another witch that witch convinces her she does something weird and her mom ends up telling turning into a bear and her mom almost stays in bear uh, bear um bear form and her dad almost kills her mom because he got his leg bitten off by a bear and it's, it's like all because she didn't want to obey the traditions of her household but this is women empowerment right this is women who's and this this word goes back to who's winning your children's heart are you forging hearts in your home see like i said again the media companies are spending hours upon hours upon hours of research to try to figure out how to get to your teenage daughter get to your uh, pre pubescent son before puberty son right Try to get to your three-year-old. Try to get to your five-year-old. Try to get to those things, right? And my question is, how much time are you spending forging hearts? I mean, they're spending hours. And for, if they're spending hours and hours in front of the TV, but you're not even spending a meal every night with your children, who's winning the war of the hearts? If they're spending hours and hours in front of books and just my, my family, I got a whole lot of uh, bookworms in my house. So my son spends hours just reading, reading and reading and reading and reading. And my daughter spends hours reading and, and, and stuff like that, right? If those authors are winning my child's heart more than I am, there's a problem. If my if my three year old daughter hears, hears Elmo say I love you more than she hears me say I love you, I am not forging hearts that Elmo has my daughter's heart. You got to think about the fact that we are in a true war, right? So who, when the scripture says 
son, my son, give me your heart. Let your eyes observe my ways. Are you are you really trying to forge the heart of your children? There should be no way that and this is there's no way that the youth pastor should have more influence over your son and daughter than you do. None. Some influence. Yes. More influence than you. Nah. No, I, no way the youth, the female youth leader should have more influence over your daughter than you do. None. No way at all. You losing the battle of the heart. There's no way. So here's some simple things. Here's some simple things that I, I can give you on my perspective, right? Sit down and eat dinner with your family every night. Every night. Try not to miss a night. And talk, laugh, make noise, sing songs, um, bang on tables, whatever you have to do, right? Sit down and actually talk to your son. Sit down and talk to your daughter. Sit down and laugh with them, listen to their stories. Tell them you love them every single day. Multiple times a day. Don't let Elmo out. I love you. Them. I'm a love you. Don't let him do that. And that's the only thing that sticks in their mind. This is what I do. This is one of my, my tips, what I do on a weekly basis. So we have laundry days. So one person, Monday is my son. Tuesday is my daughter. Wednesday is my other daughter. Thursday is my wife. Friday is me. So... That day that we do their laundry is a day that we spend time. We we pray for them at our nighttime um, before we go to bedtime. So we'll pray for that person, pray for their gifts to flourish. Um, if my son is drawing, have, let him have witty um, inventions, witty um, witty uh, cartoons and witty sketches and stuff like that. My daughter, with her playing a piano and she likes photography, let her find some beautiful pictures, that, you know, things like that. My wife and poetry, my daughter, my youngest daughter and her health and her heart and her enjoying and, and now she's potty training. We pray about that. Like every week, every day of the week, we're praying for somebody in our family, right? And then we sing the same song that we've been singing for this 14 years. Every night. But how is my daughter? Yeah, my oldest daughter is 14. So for 14 years, we've been singing the same exact song every night. Every night. Since the hospital. Since my oldest daughter was in the hospital, right? We've been singing the same song. And this builds tradition. This builds little landing spots for forging. This, this is the hammer work. To forge a heart, right? Then let your let your son see you read read the Bible on your phone. They can see that too. But open up uh, the the paper word and let them see that too. Let your son see you pray. Let your son see you raise your hands. Let your daughter see you raise your hands in service and worship God. Let them see you love and kiss on your wife. 
let them see you if you have to argue in front of them. I know sometimes it's few and far between. If you do, let them see you ask for forgiveness and, and say, I'm sorry. Let them see you try to make your wife laugh and chase her around the house. My son, my son, give me your heart. Observe my ways. Right? Let your daughter see that. Because we have to forge hearts. The world is trying hard, but we have to forge hearts. And that's all. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that, heroes. Until next time, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, and be strong out there. Whoop! -a!